days, all I do is shine Take a breath and ease my mind and she don't cry no more She tell me that I get her high Cause an angel's supposed to fly And I ain't ask her why no more Oh no, I take it if it's mine I don't stay inside the lines It ain't 2009 no more Yeah, I know what's behind Welcome that Welcome back door. to another episode yeah. of Cinemax Avance With Sean and Tommy Tommy right here, how's everybody doing tonight? This is Sean, what is up? Alright man, this is this has been another pleasant week for me, yeah. man. I'm, I'm really starting to enjoy myself. Is it going to come to an end pretty soon? Really? I think I think I'll be working my working a new job pretty soon. So oh, yeah? I'm enjoying this much needed like time that I needed off, man. Mm-hmm. Getting my shit together, getting rejuvenated, huh? Mentally, yeah. physically, feeling good, feeling rejuvenated, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna miss this time off, man. I I kind of get the sense why a lot of these un, unemployed sons of bitches don't want to go back to work. Hell no, they don't. Wait, if you get paid to stay home, you know, I mean, might as well stay home. You're getting paid, but most people are getting. You were going to work, you know. So no, it's not like a ghost town. Every time I go out for lunch, man, mm-hmm. lines is long, man. Everybody can't get their food in a timely <laughs> manner. You see, I ain't never seen so many now hiring signs in my yeah, life. Yeah, it's bad out here now. You know what I mean? But that's um, that's uh, that's a good problem to have for unemployed people when they do decide to go back. At least to have some more options. So. You know, fuck that. I'm getting tired of seeing people still standing at those corners talking about, man, I'm in need. Like, I'm well, like, bitch, turn around. Yeah. There's a job right there behind well, you. They're hiring. Well, you know, if you don't have a place of residence or something like that, they won't hire you. You know, so maybe they don't have the things they need. So, or, or they just taking advantage of the system because we've seen that happen. You know, they, they, they do all that and they go and get inside of a BMW, you know, making <laughs> six, seven hundred dollars a damn day. You know, standing outside of Taco Bell, what they what they do is they go to like nice places where they know a lot of people commute and stuff like that, and then they stand outside of that. So that hopefully they get more money or bigger bigger uh, change. You know, so no, I, I I keep my money to myself. Sometimes I kind of feel bad. I'm like, yeah, what if he's for real? What if he really needs right? Some it? of them are real. Some of them not. Some of them are real. Some of them just don't want to go to work. You know, like you said. So uh, I don't want to go to work either. Shit, I'm gonna start doing this stuff. You know what I mean? So it's uh it's depressing. Sometimes you see like ah god dog it. Uh, but the best thing, you know, some of the things they do that's smart, they get dogs and put the dog next to them. The dog look all sad and lonely. And That is oh, the worst, man, when the they part. put a the dog there because I love animals. Yeah, me and I too. See, yeah, yeah. You know what? It's fucked. I feel like that was a stand-up joke, man. Like, yeah. you'll you'll see, like, a homeless man at the corner. I'm like, like, get a job, bum. Next thing <laughs> you know, they see a dog. Like, oh, let's yeah. get him some water. I, I saw food. a survey one time. It said if there was a, a burning building. And there was a homeless man inside or a dog. Who would people save first? And like 75% of people said they would save the dog first. <laughs> like, this is the hell with humanity. It's a person. The dog probably get his own way out. The dog probably already out. You know, and the homeless man is a, still a human. You know, people said they would save the dog first. So that's just what people think about animals. You know, look, ask Michael Vick about animals. <laughs> you know, so this, <laughs> this dude went to there. prison for them. Four years over damn dogs. You know, I mean, I love dogs, but god damn, they're still an animal. You know, it's not over a human life. So it's just, uh, it's just, yeah, it's a touchy subject. People yeah, really love people, animals. People lose their humanity yeah. after a while, man. Because yeah, so. I, I, I would probably go for the dog first, if no, I'm being honest. Man, you got the dog can get out, man. It's a I, human I, life. No, I. This dude has has a chance to do anything in life still. I, you know, and it's really fucked up because you know animals have a shorter lifespan than oh. humans, so we we don't know what that homeless man gonna become. <laughs> right, right. he probably won't be much, but hell, you never know what that uh that might change his life. He might say, you know what, I'm gonna get a job and change my life. He just need help sometimes, you know. So I, I, you can't leave a human. The dog can get his own way out, you know. So 
Yeah. I would try to get both. But don't get me wrong, but the dog, I have to save a person before I save a damn animal. So. Oh man, especially it was like some kittens. I'm like, man. <laughs> Jeez! Like no, you Cajun style tonight, bro. It's like I'm getting these kittens out of here. Oh man, they got a lot of living to do. He's a hero. You'd be a hero too. He'd be on TV uh, channel uh, two, Wayne TV. Uh, They would think he was a hero for sure. So yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't bat an eye. You'd be a hero for sure. Oh no, I'd be like, oh man, I try to say, try to say the man, but I I ain't think he's gonna make it. But at least I got the kittens. (laughs) There was seventy two kittens though. How'd you get all seventy two of those damn kittens? Oh man. Hey, when there's a wheel. There's a way. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> oh Lord. But oh, yeah, man. if if something was happening to my dog, I, I definitely would feel some type of way because I yeah. know I I would cry like some crocodile tears if something happened to my damn yeah, dog. And I, I, I just have a really soft spot for. I animals. understand the man's best friend and all that, and I love dogs and not too crazy about cats, but I love animals in general. But. A human life, I just could not. I wouldn't be able to live with myself, you know. So. Humans just disappoint me too damn much. They do, but sometimes I'm just like, all right, man. <sighs> all right, if it was a relative, yes, I'm gonna save my relative yeah, before I save course, any animal. Of course. Close friend, yeah, man, acquaintance, maybe. <laughs> but, but but anybody else, I'm like, ah, oh, man. Like I feel like, man, if I save him, mm-hmm. man, he probably gonna die. Of like. Oh. <laughs> Like smoking, yeah. smoking, like no. Yeah, I know. At least if he wants to be saved, then you know for sure, you know. But it, even if he don't, you know, he's still a human. You know, I, I just couldn't. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night knowing I picked the damn dog who, you know, who probably was on his way out anyways. You know, so. Uh, but that's just a weird thing to think. You know, people choose animals over humanity. You know, so because no, animals are very loyal, right? And they have they're innocent and most of them by nature. You know, so they yeah, don't they're choose. not defenseless for the most part. Unless yeah. they're like some you know crippled animal, right? Like they can't and, walk that, and that's like how that. how loyal they are. They will stick to somebody who who has anything. You know what I mean? So this dude, could, people are homeless out here, and the dogs are like, "Yep, yep, he's my buddy." You know, so they'll stick to that person. You know, so all right, well. Well, aside from you know me not giving back to the homeless or anything like that, I think my week has been all right. Really? Yeah. Just yeah, I'll I'll give money every once in a while if I got cash because I hate carrying cash mm-hmm. because that's an excuse like for me to get rid of it or especially my yeah, kids know yeah, I got money is. on me like hey dad can you get me? like mom you don't get a goddamn job oh, man, or mow my yard or something man, earn this money man don't be asking me for money. At least the heat the heat went down a little bit. Thank God I'm getting a little yes. bit closer to my to, I'm, I'm I'm ready to whip out some hoodies. I got yeah, a couple oh, new hoodies. September I got, is here. Man, September. I need to start wearing. Them. It's not quite ready now. I think October we'll really get to see the hoodies, but I'm maybe late September. But it's starting to get cool at night uh, i saw yesterday on the news it's gonna start being dropping down in the 40s and stuff at night so yeah so that's what i'm waiting on yeah so. that's what i like you know so. as soon as that man hood is galore yes. all season man Give me september october uh it's the best time of the year for me you start to get the halloween movies out so everything in the store is starting to switch to halloween that's that's what i like that's what gets my blood boiling you know so that's my time of year football is back uh, college starts Saturday. That's where I will be in Ann Arbor at the Michigan game. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Uh, I know yeah. you're not too uh, pleased to yeah. hear that. But, hey, football is here. I finally get to go back to the games. COVID is still trying to interrupt some things. But, hell, uh, I'm going to try to get out as much as I can this year. So yeah. COVID ain't stopped a damn thing. Nah, I, I still see people out in masks. Well, right. God, God bless you. Most people still, nah, yeah. If you're vaccinated, you know, hell, you know, it's – Still a chance you can get it, but, but hell, just get out and enjoy yourself, you know. So don't worry worry too much because we'll never get back to some sanity if we do, you know, if we don't uh, get over this. So Yeah, yeah people get over it. Yeah, hopefully. 
hopefully. So I, I'm off after tomorrow. So I get a five day uh, break here. I decided to take a couple of days. Or I just couldn't take it no more. So uh, I get to enjoy that, and uh, it should be pretty fun. So yeah, I'll, I'll be watching some movies in the meantime. So yeah, it's gonna be movies for me. Yeah. And, oh, and I, I I feel like I'm about to go. I'm about to start my tattoo run. You don't have any tattoos? I have I have one on my arm. Okay, okay. But I, I went to grade A this past week because you know when I get bored and I saw my wife just got like a that new Jeep where, that you saw. Yeah, she, she got her little gift. I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. I've been <laughs> wanting to get my tattoos for a long time, man. I'm finally just gonna go ahead and do it. So I booked a, a guy named Alan at Grade A. Oh, he's he's good. He's he good, is yeah. very fucking good, and he's very fucking backed up. I yeah. I booked him you, 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 like this past week. Joe, you, you, you trust? No, him. I'm gonna go to Joe, but Joe referred me to Alan because there was this one piece that I wanted mm-hmm. to get on my form mm-hmm. of uh, Kobe, and he okay. said you need to go to Alan because he's like he, he's the fucking best like you yeah need to go to him, yeah i heard he actually used to uh date my brother's wife's daughter so i know a little bit about him but okay. uh not a, um not, you know i don't have nothing negative to say but he's pretty good though so yeah and he's backed all the way up to november i yeah. booked him this past week he, and i can't get him he to must november. be uh wycliff he's going, <laughs> going to november huh so yeah <laughs> I caught the joke. That's all. <laughs> I'm on one tonight. <laughs> all, right, I, all right, I'll see what kind of mood you in. All right, all right so Wyclef going to get me in November. <laughs> if you go into November. So, go into yeah. November. So, yeah, in the meantime, I'm going to get with Joe because I'm going to give him Joe's my, beast. Joe's done all mine. He yeah, because I'm going to give Joe my right arm. Yeah, would you get the forearm? That's going to be about I, 400 I want a whole bucks. sleeve, but yeah. I really have to work oh, out no, how it Oh, no, oh, no. You're going to have to put a down payment on a on a sleeve. I don't know, because booking Allen, that's a lot of money right there. So yeah. I'm already committed to that one. Yeah, so, so Joe, I, I think they charge like, uh, maybe him, he might give you like a couple hundred dollars down, and then they just go from there. You mm-hmm. know, but it's you talking a full sleeve for arm, your size arm, psh, it's going to be about seven, eight hundred, maybe a thousand, you know, so. No, I, I can break it down, so. Yeah, oh yeah, you can break it down. They'll work with you, but they're going to. You know they gotta make their money and their booth rent and all that stuff. So no, because uh, I've seen Joe's work. Joe's Joe's work is pretty good. Joe's but. good. Like I said, Joe does on mine, and uh, I, I trust Joe. You know, so he's yeah, not, I, I got six tattoos. So. Yeah, he got he's a Deadpool fanatic. So, yeah, yeah. He, especially if you want to get like a DC or Marvel or any type of fictional character. You know, I got the Predator right here. He he had no problem. He he signed me up right away. When he as if something he really wants to do. And you want to do it at the same time? Oh, he's on board. You know, some maybe some stuff he's not so sure about, but if it's a character like this or a fictional character, uh, he he's on board. So yeah, that's what I'm probably mm-hmm. going to give him like this arm for because I yeah. want I want Hawkeye. Oh, on I this knew side, that crap. And I knew happens. and I want Ronan <laughs> on the backside. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, he'll like that because that's something that he already probably would want to do. You know, so oh yeah. shit, anybody listen to this podcast? You know, Hawkeye's going to yeah, be on my body yeah. at some point or another. Right, right. Ain't well, that be dope. I'll pit him on my body before my kids. <laughs> Like, man, fuck them kids, oh, man. man. They, they know who they daddy right. is. Right. They don't need to be tattooed anywhere. And so. my wife said, no. I'm like, why don't you get my I'm like, nah. Uh, you know what? Just in case stuff don't work out, you know. You know so. how you're trying to figure out a lie. You start scratching your neck. <laughs> like, you know, man. Just, yeah. Well, you can always get that covered, you, you know. know so. Divorce rates these yeah, days. Yeah, I know, <laughs> man. That's going to be expensive to get removed. Or you always get it covered. But, you I'm going to love you Hawkeye. forever. You know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> oh, man. Man, dude. why don't we just get along? I hope she's going to walk or something. Don't let her listen to this episode. She might not be too happy about that. She so. never listens. She yeah, never listens. Even when I play it in the car, she don't listen to me. Yeah, they, I, there's not a lot of you know support behind that. I see. So well, she's just not that much of a movie buff. So yeah, that, that's yeah, fine. I can understand that. So all right, man. So let's get off this rainbow yeah. man because this is. <laughs> 
<laughs> I keep forgetting we got to talk about movies. Oh, yeah, damn it. That's right. That's what we're here <laughs> All right, for, man. Yeah. So we're we living. We alive, man. Yeah, we're we here. Back God bless here. everybody. Yes, sir. All right, so let's get to my standing ovation mm-hmm. this week. I'll kick this off. Now, I'm going to give mine this week to Samuel L. Jackson because I've been watching a lot of his yeah, movies lately. Picked a legend in the Yes, West. and apparently, I, I guess... This is no surprise to anybody. He is the highest grossing actor of all time. Wow. Well, he's in every movie of all because time. Because for so. a long time, he was uh, battling with uh, Harrison Ford. Because Harrison Ford had always had Star Wars Star in his Wars, back pocket. Yeah. And he had the Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones and all the other stuff. all owned by the same... It was all owned by John Lucas, George Lucas, George Lucas, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so he had all that. So I guess like they were going back and forth because every time he did a Marvel movie, Samuel Jackson, then he'll go up. And then apparently like when Harrison Ford did like the... Mm-hmm. The Force Awakens, and then he came back for the Rise of Skywalker. He cheated, yeah, yeah. because technically that counts for his boss office since he was in the movie, and apparently for, that yeah. gave him like a boost when he went above Samuel mm-hmm. Jackson. Then, of course, I think he did Endgame after that. I believe that was right after Rise mm-hmm. of Skywalker. Am I right? So, well, yeah, once he did that, Rise he had like his, yeah, 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 yeah. Technically, had his cameo at the end. He was in it, so mm-hmm. you know, technically, he went back up again. So it is nice, just to a see. little bit, yeah. yeah it's, so. it's nice for us to get one like the black actor, man, mm-hmm. like the highest grossing actor of all time. And never mind that he does like ten movies a year, and you only see like three of those. Yeah, because, like the other seven is trash. Yeah, but he he's man, especially anything with Quentin Tarantino, he's going to be in. He doesn't have to worry about anything of Quentin Tarantino making a movie. He's for sure in there if he wants to be, you know. So, but yeah, you picked a legend in the game there. And you too. know, also I thought since they doing like the versus thing, like with um uh, the the musical acts, mm-hmm. I can only imagine how fucking dope it would be if actors did like a versus. That would be dope. But how would they do, how would they go against each other? I thought about it. I really put some thought into this because yeah. I always thought like, man, we once we get our listeners up, man, we can get like a poll, whatever, have yeah, everybody yeah, vote, like, man, like yeah. it's a bracket, whatever. But basically, they'll just like put up like a one movie against another actor's mm-hmm. uh, movie, and then if they want to, they can show like a scene that really signifies how good they did in that movie, whatever. Okay. So you have like Denzel, like the King Kong, or whatever, or, or what, what's another good one of him? Him and Glory when he got whipped and that one oh, tear yeah, came out. Oh yeah, he got that one tear. That's a strong. You know how good tier. you got to be of an actor not to say anything, <laughs> and everybody feel your. Ooh, yeah, I mean Lord everybody him. knows that that that's that uh, image there. That was definitely deep. So yes, yeah, because Denzel has like a lot of fucking movies. Man, yeah, he can really put up against and Samuel Jackson. Even though he has so much, he really. He does somewhat dilute his um, product, so to mm-hmm. speak, as an actor, but he still has a lot of really great fucking films. Like the one the one that I was thinking of that can really go up there that nobody really seen is um, where's the one where he was the the, nego- um, the not the negotiator. Are you talking about the ter- uh, the, he was the, like the terrorist. The, um, he was the interrogator of the, yeah, of the um, terrorist. What the fuck was okay, that? So damn it, I know it. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but I, yeah, I know exactly what I, I had it as my um, what's my call? <coughs> you had it as your sequel yeah, one with yeah. your name. Remind me, like, Dang yeah, it. that was a really good yeah, fucking that, movie, that's, man. That went under under the radar though, and I don't think a lot of people have seen that particular movie. So yeah, well, yeah. there's been plenty of movies that, there, yeah, Academy Awards yeah. that I know I haven't seen, and right. people claim that is the greatest fucking movie ever made, like Unthink- The Shape of Water. Remember unthinkable. that movie? Unthinkable, unbreakable, yeah. Unbreak, something like that. Because like he had that. to do the unthinkable, and the, he had to, yeah, it probably was yeah, yeah. Because he kept saying, "I'm gonna have to do the unthinkable." So yeah, but still, that's a movie that wasn't blockbuster on a you know mainstream movie. It was not somebody like mm. you might catch it just because you got his name in it. You know, so. it feels like an indie movie. But he yeah. has like, so much indie movies that you know some of them are really fucking good, man. So mm-hmm. people really need to pay attention to everybody's work, whatever. So. You know, stand ovation this week to Samuel Jackson. I don't have to explain myself. Y'all know who he is. Like, like he said, he's the black guy in every movie you've seen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty much. He's in everything. You know, so it doesn't <laughs> matter what if it's Disney commercials. Yeah, I know for sure. Oh, Basketball Lord. games. You know, he's everywhere. So 
he, he's a legend. You know, I first saw him in uh, Coming to America. I didn't even know who he was, but I didn't think nothing of him. But I remember him being in Coming to America when he uh, tried to rob McDowell's. <laughs> and uh, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio had to take care of him pretty quick there. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, he's in, he's a legend, man. You can't go wrong with anything Sam Sam Jackson does. So Yeah, I forgot that even he had a small part in a menace in society. You remember that? I don't remember that. He played like a Kane's dad at the beginning, man, where he was arguing with some dude about his money after he got out of jail. Then he mm. shot him in front of his son. Oh, man, it was a great, powerful scene, man, just to see how, like, trauma just right. goes from one generation to another. And it's like... Nothing to him, but his son seeing that like really fucked him up. Yeah, his life yeah. And set him up. That on was him. tough. So, I forgot all about that. Dang it! Yeah, he's he's in a lot of movies that we don't even we probably will never even get to just because Spike Lee movies. Spike Lee, like, yeah. Needless to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in um, Goodfellas. Yeah, so remember he Jurassic was, Park. Yeah, Jurassic Park. You know, so it's just everything, everything you could think of. He's in somewhere around the way. So, yeah, so salute to Samuel yes, sir. Jackson yes, sir. this week, man. God bless you, man. And, yeah. Hopefully he has like a small little cameo in uh, Shang-Chi. Uh, he might. Week. He might. We got to get him back in here. He's going to be Fury, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 And he, he, of course, they're doing the What If show too. So. All right. We'll see. What you got for us this week? Uh, I got a good one. I got Gary Oldman is my uh, there salute. There you go. Gary Oldman. Now, good old Gary Oldman. He's an English actor, him. filmmaker, regarded as one of the greatest actors of his generation. Yes, he is. He is known for his versatility and his intense acting style. He has received several accolades, including Academy Award and a Golden Globe Award, which I didn't know none of that. I didn't know he had any of that. What the hell he won a Golden Globe Award? I don't know, man. I don't know. So, you know what? I'm going to put it right here. I think Gary Oldman is better when he's a villain. Whenever he's a bad guy, I really like him. You know, okay, so, that's the fifth element talking. But he's in the fifth element. He was in the book of Eli. He was a, he was the bad guy. I remember he was in the book of Eli. With yeah, the, he was. Yeah, um, um, he was in a couple of other movies. The professional uh, Leon. The, Leon the professional. Mm-hmm. He was the he was definitely the bad guy in that. Yeah, yes. so I like him better as that fifth element, like you said. Uh, he was in. Um, he was in uh, the Planet of the Apes. Was he, he? I don't know if he was a bad guy though. I can't remember him being in Planet of the Apes. Um, uh, no, technically, he, what, was he a bad guy? Yeah, I think he was. No, I don't. I remember. gotta think about it. Uh, Killer I remember Woody Harrelson being the bad guy. Yeah, that was in one. the third one. I though. can't remember what I, happened in the second one. I can't remember either. I think he might have played a. Uh, uh, I don't know if he was an adversary or not. Uh, the Hitman's bodyguard, of course. You said Leon. Uh, he was in RoboCop, which I don't remember. Uh, but he for was? Wait, yeah. the original or the remake? The remake of RoboCop. Uh, uh, which, oh, yeah, he was uh, the doctor yeah, that uh, did yeah. uh, the surgery. Of course, of course, the Dark Knight. He <laughs> plays uh, Commissioner Gordon, which was a different – he was playing more of a positive role on the good side. you know. Uh, but I like him better. I think at, he played Winston Churchill, too, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yep, yep. Um, that was another – I think he won an Oscar for that one. If yeah, I'm not mistaken. That might be one of his uh, accolades there right there. You know, so yeah, so, yeah. A bunch of different shows. Uh, but you know what? I always forget that he played. He played Bram Stoker's Dracula. He, he did was, he? Yeah, he was Dracula back in the day with Keanu Reeves back in 1992. So yeah, I completely you, blanked that. You didn't know that? Yeah. No. Yeah, and yeah, he was he was Dracula back in the day. <laughs> Holy so, shit! So um, you gotta give I I gotta give it to him for that, and of course Leon in the Fifth Element. But those three roles I always remember Gary Oldman and, and Fifth Element for sure. But. Bram Stoker's Dragon, that might be the first I've ever seen Gary Oldman. I didn't know it was him, but I remember looking it up like, yeah, that's Gary Oldman. Oh, wow, Gary Oldman's playing Dracula. Well, how versatile is he? You know what I mean? You believe yeah. what he says. He's very, like they said, he's intense as shit. He's super intense, especially when he's a bad guy. I really believe yeah. him, you know. So Book of Eli, he was when you know the world was all sour and stuff. He was a bad. He was a he bad. He was trying guy. to win the world back yeah, over, over, over a Bible. Yeah, over yeah. the Bible was something that was 
pretty um, uh, uh, sought after. So uh, I love Gary Oldman, man. You can't go wrong. He's an English actor, too. He's another English actor. I didn't know that. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, these English actors are all over the place. They're um, taking over our American actors, man. Yeah, but he's been around for a while. And like I said, I didn't know he was uh, Dracula back in the day. And Keanu Reeves was like 21 in that movie. (laughs) So super young. So... uh, I don't. I don't remember that being too scary. I thought it would be a lot scarier, but uh, it was still a good movie. I remember Ryan um, did Dracula as his senior project and had a movie and a book, and he brought the movie in. We watched some pieces of Dracula in class. Thought that was pretty dope. So yeah, tonight for me though, man, Gary Oldman can't go wrong with him. Of course, he's in the, in all the new Batman's, but I'm gonna give it to him for tonight from Brown Stoker's Dracula. Leon, the professional in the fifth element, with all those roles, he was definitely the bad guy. So, and I, I think I like him better as the, as the, um, you know, the, uh, the villain or whatever. So the opposite. So yeah, yeah. Leon, the professional was my favorite. Oh yeah, he was definitely he was crazy as hell, snorting cocaine and all kind of stuff. So uh, if you haven't seen any Gary Oldman movies, check him out. He's I, you had to have seen Gary Oldman somewhere. So uh, he's been in a lot of stuff, stuff we're not even mentioning. So for tonight, to me, to tonight for me, man, I'm giving it to my main man there, Gary. Oldman. So. Yeah, I gotta salute to you. Sixty-three years old too. He's not too old. He's not up there quite yet. But he's in them getting up there too, though. So yeah, when you went to Hollywood. You got that yeah. kind of money. You can stay right, right. Oh heck yeah, he's got a 10, 15 more years in him. So you yeah. know what it is? They keep a good, good head of hair. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when that they'll, that'll keep right. him looking young for a little while. That's yeah. why John DeVolto, like he fell also. Yeah, he's still bald. Yeah, but they get a good nutritionist. And you can they get people to feed them the right. They got the money to to have professional cooks and stuff. They can they can live. Yeah, a long Tom time. Cruise gonna live forever. He yeah. might also be drafted. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, still in shape. You know, so yeah, so yeah, it's, if he does another fucking ramble, I swear. Oh, that's coming. Yeah. That is wait, coming. is it really? I I, I don't know, but it, oh my I'm god, guarantee it is because I know he's making an Expendables. Expendables, four. I, I saw that. that. Yeah, but he yeah. does another ramble after that last bullshit he put out. I'm gonna be so fucking pissed. Which it wasn't bad. It was just over the top. No, it was pretty bad. I didn't. I like didn't the think it was a horrible like, movie. I just thought like some of the, the, like I said, it was like Home Alone with Sylvester Stallone. It was just he just making these traps, and they're the, every trap he made, they it worked to a T, you know. So uh, I just thought it was a little bit over the top, but I didn't think it was a horrible movie by any means. Yeah, it was way too fucking bloody. It was way too <laughs> bloody, but I I can get past that as far as like the movie not being too bad. So yeah. Yeah, so I'll give it a pass. Yeah. All right, so Benchworthy, I have nothing. I'm still been watching House all week yeah. because that's one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, so I, I can watch that constantly. Mm-hmm. You been mentioning anything? Just that Hard Knocks on HBO Max. Still, uh, you, nobody this, gives a this, fuck about the Cowboys. The season man. is about to start, so this I think this was the last episode. <laughs> uh, I think tonight might be the last episode. So just them finishing up. With their season, or getting ready to start the season, and all the stuff that they're going through, I haven't. You know how bullshit that show is! I saw like Skip and Shannon talking about it about mm-hmm. that playing spades. I'm like, yeah, is yeah. that a real talking point? Right, like, right. like black people still, playing spades in a locker room? They still, they still have you know. Unless hobbies. he ran a Boston, who gives a fuck? Right, Seriously. right. He still has hobbies. They still have. They're still they're millionaires, but they still do normal things, you know. So like, oh my god, he's so relatable. Yeah, he's playing cards. Yeah, like, they, no, they fuck to, that, man. Play Uno. They then show, I'll take it seriously. Right. They show how Jerry Jones, you know, kind of wanted his spotlight. Uh, you know, he's Kinda. the owner. He's definitely. Uh, I'm a uh, Cowboys fan, and I fucking hate Jerry, Jerry Jones because he always wants to be the face of the he franchise. Is. Yeah, he always. Yeah, yeah. You, usually, you don't see much of the owner. I, I bet you can't name. You know the rest of the owners, maybe one or two, but he, you can definitely name him. You know, so I can only name about three or four, maybe. Right, and he's, you know, I think about the Cowboys are the most. 
expensive franchise in all of sports. Yeah, we're the highest value yeah, franchise yeah. in and every sport. That yeah. includes soccer. Soccer, even baseball, Yank, even the Yankees, they got them beat. The Lakers, Brenner, yeah, all yep. of them. Yep. Yeah. So the Cowboys are up there, and he knows it too, and he knows that he, he knows how to promote yeah, his for brand sure, for sure. very fucking well, but for he does sure. not know how to build a football. Team no, no, at all. Yeah, they there won't be. I, I'd be shocked if they make the playoffs again. And that's year, coming man. from me. That's coming from a, a true diehard Cowboys fan. Yeah, to when yeah. we had the Cocaine Cowboys back then, Michael Irvin. <laughs> oh yeah, they snorting a line of coke. Yeah, but they were touchdown. winning though. They yes, were winning. They were though. winning, yeah, and that so. was a problem. That's where he went wrong. When he when he won that Super mm-hmm. Bowl with Switzer, mm-hmm. ever since then he thought he had a perfect formula to right. do this over and over yeah, again. Yeah. I'm like, nah, dog. You got rid of Jimmy. Yeah, you got rid of Jimmy the man. Was well, the, because Jimmy John, Jimmy Johnson spoke back to him though yeah he was actually like he he told him like go fuck off this is my team that i built yeah you paid for but i put this team together this is why this team is like a dynasty and that's why they're not winning because the dudes he got now are just puppets like oh yes sir you know i mean whatever you say sir you You know know how long i was pissed off this thing like when is he gonna fire jason garrett yeah he's got rid of his ass man he had his job security for so practically family though jason garrett was practically family to them he got rid of him but still fuck i'll fire my family oh yeah you're not winning you're talking about billions of dollars here we're talking about so and that's what keeps him like delusional because yeah. he thinks because he keeps making money every single right. year he doesn't even have to win a Super yeah, Bowl because yeah. he has his money <laughs> say hey he's got the money to, to do what he wants to do but hey uh the cowboys are still america's team somehow but yeah, we'll see how we'll see what they put on the field this year uh the product that they developed here let's see if this finally going to get it right i don't care either way i'm not a cowboys fan but yeah we got to get off this because my yeah. blood pressure hit me one of those uh those little lucrative waters there yeah oh, we got it my there. god so every time i talk about the fucking cowboys yeah, there's you. nothing good no it's, it's no, not about good. anybody talking about like Dak making like his comeback after that no. horrible ass injury that he had hell i mean I man, I, I did twist, you see what happened? Yeah, like, he broke his leg. Like, I saw yeah. the bone coming out. I was yeah. like, oh, God, I hate seeing shit like that, man. So, so I, that's why I really felt bad because they kept fucking around, not paying Dak his money. They kept franchise. I would never him. play again. Like I would just got my money and just go. You know, you, you bro, he broke his leg. His leg was just hanging there. It was really you know? hard to watch. I tried to avoid shit like that at all costs. But as soon as I saw, it, I was like, oh God, and he you, ain't gonna you be gotta the same when have back. some. Um, some trauma with that because you know like now when he gets tackled he's gonna be thinking about like man don't land on that leg you know so and i know that they they do their best to make it stronger and all that but damn even i broke my leg in high school and i i hit it on the side of the bed and i'm down on the ground you know what i mean like god damn you man, know you stub your toe that's worse yeah. than stepping on a lego <laughs> oh in that's the middle of the bad night. Well, i feel like my toe stretches itself all the way out to get hit too like, how the hell my toe way out here you know so how we gonna no. be so tough as soon as we touch our toes man we turn into bitches yeah heck yeah oh. i just hurts i don't care what you say so other than that no no binge worthy for me other than that though so. okay man mm-hmm. so that's getting to now showing all so right i had i'll just give one movie that i did see this past week on netflix it's called SAS, the uh, I guess the Rise of the Black Swan. Mm-hmm. It had like a Ruby Rose. It had like um, Andy Serkis. I like Ruby Rose. I think she's fine. She is so fucking beautiful. Even though she's manly as fuck, she's still fine. I don't care, man. I would drink her bath. You see her in John Wick? She, I did. Yeah. That was probably her best movie because yeah. they did something that nobody else really thought of. Made her deaf. Don't, don't let her talk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, you shut fuck up, okay? Sign language right. is all you go yeah, do. I right like there. her style. I mean, I, she's definitely. No, she's very beautiful. And yeah. I heard she did like a good job as Batwoman the one season she did oh, yeah? on the DC show. I don't remember. I, I heard she's not coming much. back for the season two, but I heard she did pretty good in season one as Batgirl. So okay. I'll, I'll give her that much. And John Wick, the second one that she did, that was pretty good. 
and she had a role in this one. It it wasn't a bad look for mm-hmm. her. It was kind of like I, I don't know. I can't really see her as like a like a mercenary running around shooting mm-hmm. guns. Like she's too fucking tiny to me. But whatever. It's, she, it really does look like Justin mm-hmm. Bieber running around with a gun. <laughs> it really looks like that. But I digress. But for the most part, uh, SAS the uh, Dawn of the Black Swan or something like that. Whatever. Basically, she's just like a leader of like this um this mercenary group. Like, the government hires them to do all their dirty work, and then the government, like, pretty much throws them under the the bridge, whatever okay. it is. Says, like, no, we about to cut all ties with you. You did all this. You know, we we not involved with all this. And it pretty much goes south, and they take over a train. And, of course, they have, like, that one guy. It's pretty much Die Hard on a train. All right. Yeah, that, that's pretty too, much it's, what it's it is. It's new? It's something that's new on Netflix. Yeah, or it just came just out like within the past okay. like week or two, and then, of course right. they had it in their top five, and I was so bored. I mm-hmm. I went for the top five. I normally don't do that yeah. shit because usually that's just a trick because they're like, okay, this is what everybody's trending on. It's like, trending, yeah. Like whatever, because I saw like he's all that was trending, and I was like, nah, I ain't watching that <laughs> shit. That, that's that's for teenage girls watching that kind of shit. You know I swear, this gotta be a bunch of streaming farms somewhere where they just yeah. have like a bunch of TVs on. They just mm-hmm. streaming all the movies at once, trying to I say they so. trended. Yeah, it's not one way watching that but shit. Yeah. For, for the most part, uh, this movie was actually pretty decent, man. Right. It was probably like maybe <clears throat> give it like a three point two out of five somewhere around well, there. It was much better than I it, thought. It, you it, it was more entertaining than I thought it was going to be yeah. because as soon as I saw they were trying to do this whole like um, <laughs> why did Bruce Willis like just pretty much wreck everybody for trying to follow his lead on doing movies like that. Yeah. Like, every time I see a movie, anything like that, I'm like, oh, it's Die Hard on the train. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. Die Hard, like, well, like yeah. office building. But, they, <laughs> but just because he did that, I mean, they can't try, though. You know, they, they, they can, can try, but every time I see it, I'm always going to see Bruce Willis running around Nakatomi Plaza yeah. with his shoes off. <laughs> that's all now, I'm that's a crazy see. dynamic, man. He don't have no damn shoes. And he's killing all these Russians and nobody wears his size shoe. That Come on, man. Somebody got to wear a size... 10 or whatever he had. Well, he must have small feet, yeah. man, because them Russians, man, they eat Remember, he put shit. one of the shoes on, and their shoe, the shoes were too small, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like know. a 7 or something. He was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. He said, how the hell is this dude 6'5", goddamn size 8 shoes? Remember, <laughs> 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 he tried to put them on, and it hurt his feet. Oh, that's oh, crazy. Yeah, oh, that was man. the worst when I had to see him walk across that glass. Oh, man, oh, that man. was bad. He would, ah, oh, that hurts. Oh, man, that's tough. Yeah, sure. Bruce Willis, man, if you ever had a movie to make yourself look tough as fuck to anybody else who thinks you tough, well, you probably really a pussy yeah. in real life, man. God bless you. That was a great role for him. But, yeah, this movie was actually pretty decent. I, I can probably watch it a couple of times. And it, there was somebody else in there. The, um, I think she she played the bad um, the bad guy in the Ant-Man and the Wasp movie. She was, like, the one that was, like, ghost. Who can like transition through the walls, something like that, man? I don't remember that. Yeah, Ant Man and the Watch. Watch that again. It had like the one chick in there, and she actually had a small part in a mm-hmm. Ready Player One. She was like the private security mm-hmm. for what the one guy. I mean, like, mm-hmm. she, her face was very familiar, and I had to figure it out later on in the movie because I just literally paused it and I was like, I gotta find out who the fuck this <laughs> okay, is. This is gonna yeah. put me for rest of the movie. I'd probably know if I saw her though. Yeah. yeah, but overall, pretty good. And, and plus, I'm I'm a really big An- Andy Circus fan. Oh, I like even him, though people yeah. don't really give him his fucking credit just Hell because he, he played Gollum and he played like Caesar. He played Caesar, yeah, yeah. Like this dude is really, really, really fucking good as an actor. If you man. want a creature effect. You get him. If you want some kind of creature, you want somebody to play some kind of monster or something, you get him. He's perfect at that. You know? Yeah, and he so, played Claw pretty good yeah, in yeah, uh, the, I, I the liked, Black Panther I liked movie. him, yeah. You know, so, yeah, yeah, he, so he's, like, yeah, he, he's a pretty good actor, mm-hmm. man. Just, just give him a little bit more respect. People just like to reduce he's his He's talented like, as shit. He's yeah, super he's talented. fucking talented, yeah, man. So. And if anything else, man, if he's going to be in the fucking franchises like mm-hmm. that, God bless. Because Planet of the Apes is a massively 
underrated series. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why people overlooked that, but when those movies came out, they were fucking amazing. I loved that. I, I they loved were the, really fucking good. The first good. one really blew me away. I was like, whoa. I and didn't it kept getting coming. better as the because movies Because I on. thought, you, we remember the old Planet Apes, which came out when we were kids and stuff. The original one, not yeah. the Mark Wahlberg bullshit. No, that's I'm talking about the ones that were came on like Sci-Fi Channel back in the Weren't day. Weren't there like six or seven of those damn things? Yeah, it was a lot of them. Remember, remember they said they looked like Michael Jackson or something? Like it was, They were bad, but... <laughs> I wasn't going to bring I, that Yeah, up. but uh, yeah, I remember that being a thing but the, yeah. i don't i didn't know much about planet of the apes i just used to watch it with my grandma was like i knew who caesar was was the leader but them remaking it with andy circus and um oh boy uh uh from spider-man right not it wasn't him was it uh, uh who was the main actor yeah 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 um andy circus was the main one I but think. who was the guy that had him in the house oh uh, you're talking about uh, james franco james franco yeah yeah he had an old boy from uh, pet cemetery also um uh, john lithrow lithrow john lithrow John, oh, uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, yeah, That's how yeah, I remember yeah, him. Like yeah, Third Rock from yeah, the Sun. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was in it. Had a nice little cast. I thought, I thought that was a good one. I loved uh, Planet of the Apes and yeah. how how that that you know that affection start taking over and took over the world and and how they became the Planet of the Apes. I thought that was super dope. So. Yeah, I, I like the. I really, really like the third one with Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Woody Harrelson played a nice. Now we're gonna get to see him in that Carnage. Was so a great. Yeah. So man. yeah. He's gonna be my stand ovation probably next oh, week. Oh yeah, man, he's an awesome. Character. I mean, he can be. He is. He can probably be a good formal opponent and a versus actor. Actor. Yeah, I. Was he has thinking, a lot of fucking massively underrated roles that right. people just don't give him. White man can't jump is like the least of it. Yeah. But yeah. Sure. I mean, we all know him from Cheers, you know. So. Yeah, um, but, I feel like like he had like a second run. Like he had a nice little run mm-hmm. like in the early '90s, and he had like a little gap, and then he like made like a little bit of a comeback. Right, slowly like I guess like mid like 2010 something like that. Like he really started getting like his like some really good interesting roles again. Like he started, playing, the being one he started of playing goofy stuff. I remember he was in that anger management. He played like a drag queen. <laughs> He was remember, uh, yeah. He, he started dressing up like women and shit. So he started playing a little bit, you know, less than, uh, you know, form, you know, good characters. But uh, him being a bad guy, I can't wait to see. So in uh, Carnage here, uh, Venom. Still weird to see him with hair. Yeah, <laughs> it's, still, it's still weird as fuck. Oh, he's, he's he can act, so he he'll pull this off. So I'll I'll, I'll give him like his just due. Okay. I'll give him like benefit of the doubt. All right, all right. So let's let's give him like quick synopsis of what you've seen with Candy Man because right. I did not see this. <clears throat> Damn it! But my man Sean saw it, so we'll try to give right. as much as a spoiler free. So me, my boy Ryan, who's a guest of ours, and my and a good friend of mine, she came. Uh, we watched it Saturday night, and I was. Honestly, I was, I was, I'm not going to say I was, let's see. I was blown away. I'm not going to lie. I, I thought it was good. I really? thought it was Even really. Even with them changing the story? Because I lowered good? my expectation. Now, the story makes sense now because I, they changed it. They just tweaked it more than anything. Now, this is an actual sequel. Just 30-some years in the making. Oh, I yes. did not know that. Yeah, I thought this they is were not remaking a, no, it. No, 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 no. This is a sequel. Okay. This is a okay, sequel. Okay, now looking with, at this totally which, different. Which, now, the, the, the filmography, amazing. This girl, this Nia DaCosta, who's who I found out is making um, uh, Captain Marvel too. She, they, Marvel. Oh, she's making the Marvels. Yes, yes. They Marvel must must really for her to be in Marvel. They must really like her. But her the way she viewed this, uh, the way she filmed this, I meant it, it was dope. I liked the way it looked. Uh, that Yaya Abdul, whatever his name is, the main character, Black Manta. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He did a hell of a job. 
Um, you got the girl from WandaVision in there, the black lady from she, she's uh, the oh, yeah. I, I, I know who you're talking, yeah. About. I don't know her name, but she's in there. And uh, I saw the one woman that um, she was like a, one of the stars on the Soul Food TV show. <clears throat> you remember seeing that on Showtime back uh-uh. in the day? Soul Food, no, I. I remember seeing her in the trailer. I was like, who the hell is she? Maybe she was like his mom or something like that. Oh, yeah, 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 she, yeah. Like yeah. they were saying, she's like, Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I get to that. Oh, yeah. So now, so this is basically Cabrini Green, which was in the first Candyman, has been torn down and they like gentrified it. Like they made it like a, like a place to be now. Like, you know, tore down okay. the, tore down like the hood, tore down like the, the uh, uh, projects of which it used to be. And so they kind of talk about, one thing I didn't know, um, which me and Ryan talked about on the outside after we walked out, there is more than one Candyman. They made it seem like there was different Candymans over time. So it wasn't the Tony Todd that we knew. It, it, he was the like the original. But since time went on, different people would act like Candyman hmm. or or would die and from some kind of maybe some kind of white per, you know beating or some kind of uh, unfortunate shooting from a white cop or something and they would be in that cabrini green and they would become candyman okay so there was like this this is this other guy who was like into like the folktale of it he's explaining like you know candyman's not just one thing but candyman's the whole damn hive he was saying like candyman is everything that's like all the oppression that we've been going through you know, all this time, you know what I mean? So like, so yeah, yeah, I do my, or he, he hears this story from the girl, WandaVision's brother. He's telling them about, you know, the history, cause they live in Cabrini green, but it's something else now. And he's like, you know, Cabrini green used to be like this. And this lady, Helen, who was in the first one went in there and they said that she did all this stuff, but really it was candy man. that did everything. And so yeah, yeah, do Rahim. He's like intrigued. He's like a struggling artist. And, his wife is like, uh, she owns like this art boutique. So she's like making it. She's got like, they live in like this big ass condo that used to be Cabrini Green. Well, um, he gets like enamored with the with the story of Candyman because he's trying to like get in, get uh, inspired to paint more. He's struggling. Nobody's buying his art. Uh, basically, his wife or her girlfriend is making all the money. He's not making no money. So everybody's getting on him about you the one struggling and she's doing everything. She's pulling all the weight and you, you haven't sold nothing. So he's trying to get inspired. And so he thinks Candyman, the story, which he doesn't even know about Candyman at first. He thinks it's this, you know, Lady Helen that goes in and, you know, all this mysterious things start happening. Well, he meets a guy when he's walking around the old, they still got bits of Cabrini Green still there, like little tiny sectionals and apartments. And uh, they call it something else, but it still looks the same. And um, he tells him about the lure of uh, Candyman. And so he gets deep into that and um, push come to shove. He, he As he's like taking pictures of stuff that the guy told him to go look at, a bee stings him in the hand. And that kind of starts his development And because he, you know, starts to really dig deep into Candyman. So that kind of starts this whole thing. And so for what I saw, it was like the actual there was like a person who came out of the wall that would live in the walls and had candy. And so they used to call him candy man. Well, somebody found razors in their candy and they had gave it to a little white girl and she bit her and bit her, cut her, her mouth. Well, this little boy was doing laundry and, and you know, 
he, the guy came out to give him candy and he screamed and the cops heard it and all these cops came in and killed the, killed the guy, beat him to death. You know what I mean? Like basically like the cops catch you, you're dead. You know what I mean? So he becomes Candyman. So he's the Candyman that we see in the movie, the guy who gets killed. So uh, the Yaya Abdul Rahim, whatever his name is, he starts to like turn, like everything starts to like his hand starts to get like infected. His arm starts to get infected all from that one bee sting. And he keeps going deeper and deeper into this lore. Well, he makes a painting about Candyman because that's what he does and talks about if you say his name five times, um, you, you, he will come. You will summon him in a way. And so, you know, these kids or people are looking at the painting and stuff. And he's like, won't you say it? You know, what I mean, won't you say Candyman? And then sure enough. You stay say it, and that kind of starts the the new wrath of Candyman. And Candyman comes, and when I tell you the deaths are just oh, which why what this is what I really like. They don't show him; they just show like you get snatched up into the midair and get gutted basically by something that you don't even see. But if you look in a reflection, you see Candyman. Okay, which is dope. So there's this one scene, I'm not going to tell you too much, where these girls are in the bathroom, and I'll show you saw the, in that the preview. Uh-huh. There's a little black girl, she drops her makeup case, and they say Candyman. And as she's turning the makeup case, you just see, like, this girl gets snatched up and all this puddles of blood just falling down. Like, it's gruesome. I'm not going to lie. Like, they did a good job with the score, trying to make it like the original Candyman. But I would say, like, from what I saw... Everything matched up. It, it, it all fit the first one, okay. the original. Now, not that one's in between. I'm kind of getting a little bit off. I'm trying to remember everything I can without giving you too much. Um, it was dope. The visual was dope. It kind of got a little crazy in there a little bit, but I thought everything worked. Um, Tony Todd is in there for a little bit, so you get to see my man okay, Tony Todd. There, that's what I wanted to hear. Not for, maybe for like 30 seconds, though, and it makes sense to why he's in here because they're, what they're trying to do what it seems like to me is like Candyman's kind of like the the Reaper for white folks. Like, so whatever, you know, bl- black folks were had problems with, Candyman, he stood for something else. It's not that Candyman would just come and kill you. He had like a meaning in this movie. Like, he would come and kill you, yeah, but he didn't kill any black folks in the movie. He killed only white folks. So, yeah, so I think they what they were trying to say, what Jordan Peele was trying to get to, I know he's a producer, but I think, like, they made Candyman, like, um, so so basically if you believe in him, the more you say, like, because he says, I am the writing on the wall, the whispers in the classroom, the more you talk about him, the more he becomes relevant. And so really black people started to use that as, like, a not like a hero, but like, hey, white people doing stuff, Candyman, Candyman, and they would say it, and he'd come. You know what I mean? So, like, in a way to me, I could be wrong, but that's how I saw it. And then stuff progresses through the movie. And, of course, the guy who's the main character, he starts to turn into Candyman himself. So, but there's a a big background on that. It's deeper than what you think. Um, I thought it was excellent. Now, it's not better than the first one. It's not creepier than the first one. Tony Todd, you know, you can't outdo him, I don't think. Sounds like they did it justice. They though. did good. They did a hell of a job. Ryan, I could tell he was kind of so-so. But the girl I went with, she loved it. People clapped in some theaters I saw. Like, really? I, yeah, like clapped. Like, they did a good job. Like, the music, 
the deaths were pretty nasty. It was a, it was this black guy. He was kind of like the comic relief. He was uh, the brother of uh, Yaya Abdul-Rahim's girlfriend. And he, uh, he was like a homosexual guy. So everything was like a little extreme. And he was hilarious in the movie. And he was okay. like, they reading some. He was like, uh-uh, black people don't need to be summoning no damn nothing out here. You know what I mean? Like, they won't say no fucking candy man in here. And he was like, and he didn't like the main character because he didn't have a job. And that was his sister and shit. And uh-huh. so all that added up. And so it, it started to get real deep after that. And I tonight, man, I want to give it four and a half, but I'm going to give it four brownie points out of five. Uh, it did a it, for what it was, for what they tried to do. They kind of left you hanging a little bit. Maybe they're going to have a sequel to this now because okay. it sounds like to me, I'm not going to tell you what, what, at the end what happens, but it seems like to me like they left it open. Uh, basically, That's smart. yeah, That's basically, smart. but the bees are back. You know what I mean? Like the way he looks. Oh man, it's it's scary. It's not better than Tony Todd himself, but they did a hell of a job with that. I thought it was dope. I want to see it again because I, I, I need to put more together because there's some deep meanings in this. It's got some, um, you know, some some um, historical backgrounds to it. You know, like what really happened. So Tony Todd was the original Candyman, but after that, I didn't know they had more Candyman as as we went on in life. Okay, and so they'll explain it in the movie. Um, to me tonight, man, I'm going to give it four brownie points out of five. Like I said, you get to see Tony Ty for like 30, 15 to 30 seconds, and it makes sense when you get to see him. It, it all wraps up. So, yeah, I'm a Candyman, they did a good job with the remake. Jordan Peele, Dania DaCosta, she's the director. She did a hell of a job with the, the screenplay and all the, everything worked for me for the most part. So. Well, actually, she uh, I read that she actually made history because that's the highest yeah, they made, grossing uh, yeah. opening film for like a, a black female director. Yeah, I think they made like twenty some million the first weekend. Yeah, yeah they they yeah. said that it they said it went above their expectations. Right. I think it made like twenty five, twenty six million, which yeah. is pretty damn decent that for is. like our, for our a climate. horror movie too. Yeah. yeah, and but you know, like I read something with Tony Todd, and he was like, uh, "I don't, I don't, t- Candyman is deeper than just like a serial killer." He was like, he's not out there killing kids in the woods or nothing. He's it's something deeper, and that and they talk about that in the movie. There's a deeper meaning, like why he is what he is and why he does what he does. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but they're like, <clears throat> I remember as a kid even hearing about Candyman before the movie came out. You know, there was always people talking about like Candyman or something yeah, like you that. You can't play with me. Yeah, so. yeah. So uh, just don't say Candyman five times in the mirror because everybody in the movie who did. Pay for it badly. Oh, he did not take no holes barred on anybody. Mm-hmm. So, um, but like I said, there was more than one Candyman uh, that just ruled over time. You know, that just was like an allure. Uh, so it's definitely a black folktale or a black um, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it did a good job, and I think you should check that out. So yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch yeah. it sometime this weekend because you know Labor Day weekend that gives me a lot yeah, more time. Yeah. Even though my family's going fucking camping. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, just don't let them say candy, man, in any reflections out well, there. So. No, I'm going to take all the mirrors out of yeah. my house. Right. And like I said, up. the viewing of it, the way the screenplay looked, uh, the filmography, is like everything's like when it first comes on, everything's like upside down. So it's like super dope. It was super dope, man. I thought they did a good job. So I like when they do camera angles like that, man. Yeah. When they do like a reflection oh, the, or something like the that. The camera man. Like, angles were amazing in this. It always sets yeah. up the jump. Like when they do a certain camera angle mm-hmm. or just catch you off guard or something unexpected like that. Or I think James Gunn and certain directors really like to do like um, 
certain camera, kind of like what he did in the opening of like yeah. the Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. where they give you like a camera angle reflection off the water. Right, right. Shit like that is fucking dope, man. Because I like it when they're playing with the camera angles I, like w- that. One more thing. There's one scene that I'm, I'm going to tell you. The camera's going to pan way out. It's an apartment complex. Look for that. The camera pans way out, and there's a death scene. And it was like, whoa. Like Everybody was like, oh. It wasn't like hereditary, oh, but it was like, oh. Yeah. Okay, because there's yeah, yeah. There ain't nothing going to top of Right, no, no, no. But there's this one scene in an apartment in a downtown Chicago. You're going to know right away when you when you see it. When the camera starts to pan out all the way, prepare for something. Like, it's... Okay. Yeah, it's dope. It was super dope, so... Yeah. All right, so shout out yeah. to Candyman. So yeah, now so. I definitely got to go make a plan to go Yeah, see. yeah. Not better than the 92, but uh, for what they had to, to work with... I thought they did a good job. So. Oh, there's not too many movies that actually top like No, no. Like, as soon as no. you said it's like a sequel and it's not a remake, now I look yeah. at it completely different now. Right, Because right. every time I see a remake, it, I just have to compare it to the yeah. the original one. Even though I know I shouldn't do it, they're trying to do a twist or right. trying to do it justice. But James, James, he's just like a legendary actor for that that part. It's like oh, whenever, Tony Todd? Yeah, yeah when yeah, they try yeah. to do, like, Tony Todd, my bad. Mm-hmm. Like, when they try to do, like, a iconic character like that and they try to yeah. redo him with another actor it's kind of like oh, i looked at uh, freddie cougar right right like you can't do that man it's yeah. just too damn special <clears throat> for somebody to just take over that role well and then, you know like his voice the way he talked his yeah, his tall, presence yeah yeah yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he was just like Hell like it fit yeah. him very you know well I mean? yeah yes. it's definitely and it's, maybe we would never known that but you know like it's hard to replace that you know what i mean he's in his 60s now so they can't really put him in the damn beating old ass candy man you know what i mean so that's why uh, i said like they're gonna if they were gonna try to bring him back or something like that yeah. like it, it, the story had to make sense yeah as yeah. to why they would bring which him i back liked in. it being a, a sequel because i thought they were gonna like you said i thought there was gonna be a whole new candy man but this is actually supposed to be basically on whole the sequel to the, the last one in 92 now the lady who who's like don't say his name she's from the first one she was the mom that got the damn dog got his head cut off yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So oh. yeah. Yep. So all this is gonna make sense when you see it and it, it all adds up. Uh and there's a whole background to it. And it's super dope. There was a couple things I was like, I'm confused. Like, what the hell is that? But other than that, I if you saw the first one, you'll know exactly what's going on. So because I was wondering if uh, Jordan Peele was gonna Jordan Peele this movie to death. It kind of felt like what, it, like it did he, feel like, like he overthinks. I would like say if, I would say it would be more get out than than us. Because Get Out had, yeah. like, a shitload of, like, um, I want to call them Easter eggs, but, like, a lot yeah. of symbolism. It is. It is a lot of symbolism. Like, one yep. thing means another thing. Like, you just really have to, like, it's really, like, you have to watch it twice to catch right. a lot of things. Because it's sometimes all, your it, brain doesn't catch everything. It meshes thing. with our times with the racial stuff going on, you know, I mean, last couple of years yeah, here. Yeah, it sounded like Candy Mill was doing, like, a racial cleanse. It was what it seemed the, like to me. Because he didn't kill any black folks. All the black folks were the most scared, like, respected him. Like, nah, don't they, say that. They understood Yeah, the yeah, so, okay. yeah, yeah. So, as the white folks, let me try that. Yeah, oh, yep. Hit, yep. Yeah, cut from the head to toe. You know what I mean? So, I'm not to say that, you know, it was that's what they meant, it, but it seemed like it to me. When you watch it, you'll see. It seemed like he was just, like, here to, to reap all what happened. You know what I mean? So, and... Basically, I can't okay. remember what Daniel something, Daniel Roboto was his name. And he was just a famous painter. And, um, you know, somebody caught him with a white girl and they killed him for that. Cut off his hand, mm-hmm. threw honey on him. And so they talked about that. And it, I, I feel like that's what he's doing. He's coming back for revenge, you know, so and take his vengeance out. So, okay. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, that, that that's gonna be my plan this week. Yeah, I have, you gotta let me know what you think, man. I gotta hear. Yeah, I I am gonna watch it, mm-hmm. and of course we're gonna we're all gonna watch Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah, we sometime this weekend. Yeah. I'll try to get all my I, friends. I together. watched this movie called Freaky with. Uh, oh, the one with uh, um, Vince Vaughn. That's uh, on HBO Max. I pass it all the time, but it, I heard it was good. But it I heard it's like really bad. Weird. But it was kind of like. Is it like Freaky Friday? When Freaky Friday bodies? when they he, except he's a serial monster killer type guy. And he switched with this teenage girl. Yeah. And the teenage girl was like a nerd. But now she's a serial killer going to school and badass it up and trying to kill motherfuckers in high school. You've seen the plot before. It's just with James Bond. Uh, no, Vince Vaughn. He's funny. Don't get me wrong. He does a good job. Um, it's rated R. It's some nasty kills in that, too. I do like um, Vince Vaughn movies. So I do, too. I, I do watch. Yeah. And that's it gave uh, me like a little bit of confidence to watch because I saw the premise of it. And I'm yeah. like, like is this Freaky Friday? But what, it's what, like Jamie Lee R Curtis. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just yeah. making him a serial killer. Yeah, it's rated R, girl. Freaky Friday, and with deaths in it, basically. Yeah, so. I, I'll probably watch it. And um, while I'm thinking about it, I did finish watching that um, that documentary with uh, Pre- Patrice O'Neill. What'd you think about that? I cried. Man. It's sad, man. I, it? I cried. Man, I, man. At the end, especially like you said, when his daughter was talking about him, like as soon as they got mm-hmm. into the family aspect, mm-hmm. I just kept thinking, like God. It just had a it sh- made me so fucking sad because he was so fucking amazing on everything there, that he did. There's a lot of stuff I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know. Like, he, I knew about his diabetes. I didn't know it was that I knew bad. I felt like he yeah. was dying because he, you see him mentioning, like, a lot of stand-up and a mm-hmm. lot of shows that he was on, like, um, How he, when I went down to the YouTube rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Like, he always knew, like, his time was going to be short. Right, right. He'd always say, you know, it's, my time is over. with. It's your time, you know? Like, he knew. That's why he said he didn't have the baby with the lady because he wasn't mm. going to be there for the baby. Yeah, he didn't want to do that too. Right, and I kept right. thinking like all the time, like um, there was this one like YouTube uh, show that it was called Green Room, mm-hmm. where it had like a bunch of comics in there, and um, he was talking about how um, he was pretty much making fun of himself, like why he never became big, like everybody thought that yeah. he would. And he was talking about how he went through that depression, like he he went to like this stand up festival, whatever. He killed so fucking bad that he thought he was going to be famous after that. And then I guess it didn't pop like he thought it was going to be. And then he just realized, like, I'm just going to continue to be my fucking self. Like, Hollywood isn't going to accept me for the way that I am now because I'm not going to play that game. I want right. to become, like, a watered-down version of myself well, you see, in order to compromise my comedy. I have to be me at all times. Yeah, his agent said that. Like, we'll be doing good and then... Patrice was just Patrice, you know what I mean? Like, like he was like, fucked up and yeah, sabotaged yeah, like, almost everything right, that he did. Right, that right, like, right. Like, we're about to get signed on, and and he would just snap and just mm-hmm. say everything wrong. He's like, man, shut up. We're about to get this money, you know what I mean? Like, he just couldn't help it. That's why it made me sad, because when the elephant in the room came out and mm-hmm. I saw that stand up, that's where I became like, whoa, like, yeah. this dude is fucking special. And he didn't I live never long laughed after that, that fucking hard in my he life. He was amazing. Family. He lived only nine more months after that, and he died. I know, because they said, like, he was starting to, like, really start to That was around. his plateau. They said he was starting to come up after that. Like, that's like his welcome to the world moment that everybody saw him for his talent. And that stand-up they putting up there, like, he, one of the greatest stand-ups of all even time. Even Kevin Hart and all of them was like, we had nothing on Patrice. Like, everybody was scared of him. Like, oh, fuck, don't fuck with Patrice. Like Yeah, you see all those comics that, like, he came up with, like, with um, Colin Quinn. Uh, and Bill Burr. Bill Burr, yeah, yeah. Kevin Hart, Dane yeah. Cook. Like, yeah. They all nothing but respect. Even Dave they, Chappelle, you know. So. Yeah, they all knew like they they were never gonna be as funny as him. They were right. like he was an asshole, but he was like that lovable asshole yeah. that you couldn't just get mad at because <laughs> yeah. he was so fucking funny. Right, right. Because so he, yeah, I saw that and yeah, the last like five minutes of that man, it I, was sad. 
that. I was yeah. fucking weak. I knew I like, you. I knew you would like damn. that. I found that. I was like, man, Tommy, gotta watch this. This is dope. I'm surprised I missed that because yeah. usually, I always thought that they were gonna make a documentary about somebody who like died too young, mm-hmm. who was really gonna become something special. Yeah. I really thought Patrice was gonna be that guy because Patrice was fucking special. I ain't never seen nobody as funny as him. Yeah, Craig Robinson on there. I didn't, I forgot he was on The Office. Yeah, he yeah. was in office for like a few episodes, yeah. and then they said like he'll always come in like and complaining about them. the script. Like, man, yeah. I got three lines. What the fuck am I doing here at six a.m. Well, for? Craig, Rob- <laughs> Craig Robinson said that he would just torture everybody. Like he was just torturing everybody, like destroying them, and they just like that's enough. You know, what I mean, he can't be on here anymore. So, uh, so yeah, I would definitely recommend that. Yeah, I saw Marlon Wayne stand up too, which is trash. Oh, it's bad. Oh, uh, wait. Yeah. I saw the one that he did on Netflix. That was yeah. called Wokish or something? No, it's a new one on HBO Max. Oh, you know what it is yeah. or something like that? Something like that. Well, I didn't know anything about what it I was. I haven't seen it. That's not his cup of tea. He needs to leave that alone. Damon Wayans, all of them had it back in the day. But the one he did on Netflix wasn't bad. So I'm kind of shocked that he bad. was actually... Because he is a very animated like, That's what stand-up. He, yeah, he, he, can't. he does a lot of physical comedy. Yeah, he's not. Sometimes that can yeah. be overbearing after it's a while because everybody's kind of looking it's at him annoying. like... I can feel the crowd like, you know, not really into it. Some people laugh here and there, but I was just like, I don't remember laughing at him. Maybe, maybe just one thing he did, you know. So I thought like, this is not for him. This is not him. I don't think he's that funny by himself anyway. I think he's funny amongst the brothers, but I don't know if he's that funny. Now, movies and skits and stuff, yeah, but... I, not stand up. That's not. Yeah, stand up so. is actually new to him. I think he just started doing that like five, six years ago. Right, right. Him, he started touring with his brothers, and yeah, like I said, like, like Damon Wayans is probably like the plateau of funny right. in that family. I love Damon more than anything. Him yeah. in interviews, him mm-hmm. in stand up, he is massively He's underrated. Hilarious. He's like, the funniest out of all of them. Sean so. is underrated. Sean too. is Sean, funny. Sean is Sean's funnier. Really than fucking funny, but he's so fucking quiet. He never does. He's anything. like a recluse. Yeah, he's not out. He's not out he there like Marlon. He's the complete opposite of Marlon. Marlon he, is yeah. so animated that everybody <laughs> just kind of like gets in where they fit in when right. he starts talking. He's not as popular as Marlon too. Like Marlon's more known because he is out there making movies and stuff. Sean is more like back in his back. You know. This. Yeah, he'll be like the writer or something. Right. Like that, or the, oh, like a director or something. Yeah. Like that. So yeah. But like, I see where his talent is. Yeah, but he's funny though. Yeah, he gets out yeah, there. Yeah. Whenever I see him in interviews, I'm like, damn man, this family. Needs he's a more fucking documentary. Yeah, he's more like Damon to me. So yeah. And Damon's son is funny too. Oh, Damon hilarious! Damon Williams Jr. is hilarious. Oh, Let's man. be cops. Oh, had me rolling. Oh, like I said, watch him <laughs> in New Girl because he does have like his um. A, he's in a few of those seasons in New oh, okay. Girl. Like he was in like the first season for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he was. Bit. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Then he comes back in like season mm-hmm. like three or four. So like, he is he is really fucking funny. So yeah, shout out to the Wayans family. I, yeah, can't I, go wrong. With I, them. Thank you for warning me because I was on the edge of like, do I want to watch that or not? Because Wokish was it was cool, but it was kind of got to the moments where he does too much physical comedy. Just kind of <laughs> like he's overcompensating. It's too much. It was too much. Yeah, but he makes good movies though. All right, so let's get to our family feud segment real quick. All right, so mm-hmm. I'm going to give you something a little bit easy, but I'm going to challenge you just a little bit, so go with me on this one. All right. Yep. All right, give me the title of a movie about dancing. Dirty Dancing? Number one. Oh, damn, man. I didn't think he was going to get that yeah, one. I ain't going to lie. Patrick Swayze? Oh, there? man, I like Patrick Swayze, man. Oh. Yeah, so you, yeah. How many on there? Uh, we got five of them, oh, and you got look, Dirty Dancing number one. I so. might only get one, because... <laughs> I'm about to say, man, if you just think about early 70s movies, like, they had like that, and... Is uh, the name Dancing is in it? Uh, is the name Dancing in it? No, not in, a... not in the rest of them. Oh, oh, like, uh, what's the movie with John Travolta? Um, oh, yeah, you know where you're going, man. Yeah, what you um, It's Saturday night. Sat- um, Saturday night. Saturday night live? I mean, Saturday night, uh... 
I don't know the, the title. Fever. Fever. Saturday Night Fever. Okay. Saturday Night Fever. That's John Travolta, right? Yeah. Yep, that's John Travolta. And think about um, a town that banned dancing. Banned dancing? Yeah, man. Kevin Bacon. Like, that's his big movie where you went to a town where they, um, they, um, they banned dancing for children under 18. Oh, Footloose? You never seen Footloose? I, I never seen Footloose. Oh yeah. shit, man! I gotta kick you off this fucking podcast, man. It's <laughs> I don't one think of my I, favorite movies, right? Like, yeah, man. I don't think I would be so intrigued. Oh man, to watch. I love fucking Kevin Bacon. You never played that game, like the Six Degrees uh, of Kevin uh, Bacon. I never, I never. <laughs> like, this dude got so many connections. Oh man! All right, now this one was a movie that uh, made Channing Tatum famous. His dancing movie, where he was uh, going to like oh this, Magic Mike. Oh no, no, I, I like. My <laughs> God, I can't believe you hit with. <laughs> I'm thinking it was no, dancing. No. It was naked God as fuck. Damn. Man, dancing. No, no. <laughs> I don't like the pinochle no. in there, but All right, I damn it. I hate that you're right because <laughs> it was a, a stripper movie. And they are dancing. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm throwing off. No, step oh, up. Man. You remember that movie Step, step Up? up? Yeah, I remember, out, like, yeah. When he was in high yeah, school. Yeah, okay, okay. And uh, the last one, I don't think you're going to get because I completely forgot about this one, Flashdance. No, i never seen that. I've yeah. never seen that one, yeah. so I'm not even going to think twice about that That one. wasn't too bad. I got two right off the bat, but I don't know about dancing movies. So No, they got, yeah. a, they got a few of them out there, man. Step Up, man, that shit's kind of like a fucking right. saw. Yeah. Like, it keeps coming out, but we never watch <laughs> right. it. Right. That was definitely out when we were in high school, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The first yeah. two were good. The third one's kind of like, all right, this is where they jumped the shark. All right. All right whatever. All um, right, I got one for you. All right, what Name a movie about a wedding or weddings in general. A movie about a wedding or weddings in mm-hmm. general. It's got uh, six answers. God damn. Okay, um, let's think about this. Um, Runaway Bride? Uh, nope. Damn, that's not on there? Nope. So. What the heck? Yeah, we got a nice little background music going on. All right, she eyeballing me. Yeah. All, right, <laughs> All right, a movie about uh, weddings. A movie about weddings. Uh, four weddings and a funeral? Uh, Four weddings and a funeral. Yep, that's the number one answer. All yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, a movie about a you, You're on the line right here now. So. Um, Bridesmaids? Bridesmaids, nope. Uh, one's got Adam Sandler. A Drew Barrymore, movie? Adam Sandler. Old, oh, the wedding singer. The wedding singer. Okay. Is another one like that with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Uh, Vince Vaughn. Oh, Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. Uh, um, this other one has got um, Jonah Hill in it. Um, old dude that used to be with uh, Katy Perry. I can't remember his name. Um, actor used to be with ugly motherfucker, long hair. Oh, Russell Brand? Yeah. Jonah Hill, Russell Brand. What, Gems of the Greek was a movie they did Oh, no, no, that's not it. I'm loafing. What's the My Big Fat Greek Wedding? That's not that? Oh, I'm thinking yeah. that. I thought that was that. No, I'm tripping. Okay, um, I forgot all about that. And then the last one, I don't think you would know, uh, 27 Dresses. I have I have seen that Oh, really? It, okay. it really isn't that bad. Oh, I never heard of that one. No, so. no, no. It, it, it's decent. This is more like a, it's a rom-com. Oh, okay. But yeah, aside from that, yeah. Damn, a, a wedding movie. I had yeah. to think about that. Right. Oh. Uh, Damn, I just thought about a bunch of black movies. <laughs> I'm serious. I can't think. I kept going that way. Because, no, black people get married. We yeah, get married right. Too, not another black one in there. So. No, man, because I was thinking about The Best Man. That was the first one that popped yeah, in my head, but yeah. I knew it wasn't going to be on that card. Uh, it's not. Yeah. This Even is, though The Best Man is a great it is a good fucking movie, movie yeah. man. It, it's, it, it had uh, Morris Chestnut. It right. had, like, Terrence Howard. It had, like, um old dude that was in like the Matrix Reloaded the dude with the dress man uh-huh. had like oh man uh, Nia Long yeah yeah that was good man, man. that was 
that, that, was that was a good movie that jumped off a right. career. And, and they had once again they had a great fucking sequel. Yeah. Kevin Hart was in a movie with with a wedding ringer. He oh, was, the wedding had, ringer yeah, where so. he was like what he just like got together. Yeah, like he was the just the best no... man that if you didn't have a best man, you could hire him as your best man. So Okay, yeah. so you know what? I'm gonna meant to talk about this before we go on. They said um, the dude who made into the spider universe, uh Spider Verse is making a movie about Dennis Rodman. What? Yeah. <laughs> Dennis Rodman's getting his own movie. Yeah, so yeah. Crazy man. Why the fuck man. would Dennis Rodman ever need a movie? And it sounds freaking wild, is what it is. They're talking about how he went to Vegas back in the, the Jordan documentary. So yeah, so that's gonna be pretty dope. So yeah. But all right, now Rodman, if you read his book, mm-hmm. it's fucking crazy because he has a lot of crazy ass stories about how he'll be gambling in Vegas and next thing you know he hops yeah, on a plane, plane and go, and go over there with Madonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah so. you think about that and like him like um like him kinda of like Ron Artest, like they're drinking and Doing all that kind of right, shit between right. games. Yeah. Yeah. His movie would be fucking oh, crazy. Oh, I don't man. know who's going to play him, but that's going to be pretty dope. So I don't know. Maybe they'll just do a documentary style. Yeah, I hope so. We'll because, see. Yeah, who the fuck wants to try to play Dennis Rodman? I don't know. Who, yeah. I don't know who they're going to get. So. Yeah, Probably some so. up and coming actor who ain't nobody who ain't right, shit. Right, right. Yeah. Walk yeah. around. Get I'll all be kind watching, though. I'll be interesting. So. He does have, you know, if you think about it, he has like one of the most interesting lives that's ever You did exactly lived. what he wanted to do at all times. So. No, and that's not just basketball. Him right. off the court is fucking crazy. Every time I hear about another right. story about Robin, oh man, all not even, crazy. I ain't even gonna mention Korea. All right, he didn't even. That's past, and that's that's when he calmed down. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. So all right, well, hidden gems, man. What we got? Hidden gem this week. All right, now the hidden gem I have this week is. Um, I don't feel like it's a hidden gem, but it was like um, it was probably like a, like ten, eleven years ago, where um. um uh, Quentin Tarantino did like a um, like a double movie feature with mm-hmm. um, George. Um, damn, I can't think of the dude's name. He did like the zombie movie. George A. Romero. I think it was him mm-hmm. and um, somebody else. But it was like a double feature. They made it like drive-in style. That's oh, why yeah. I remembered it so well. He did a movie. Um, it was like um, Death Proof, and it was like a Planet Terror. Death, Death Proof was one where he had with uh, Kurt Russell. When Kurt Russell had that car, he had yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like a yeah. he was like a stunt car driver, yeah. and he like basically that car he was, like was a, evil, right? Yeah, he yeah. was basically like yep. a serial killer. Like he'll get people in the car, and then he'll just fucking drive all crazy because the car was called he called the car Death Proof because he was a stunt stunt driver. Was he evil or the car was evil? No, he was evil. I thought the car was making him. No, do no, that. no, it wasn't the car. That, I think I know what movie you're talking about. I can't remember all the time. I think you know what you're talking about. It was like a, a evil fucking movie. Kind of like remind me of the movie where like a killer tire was on the loose. Remember that shit? <laughs> I don't know. I swear to God. I, somebody told me about this. It was like the dumbest fucking thing uh, I've ever seen in my life. But yeah, know, it was a movie, a movie about a killer I, tire. I know what you're talking about because he would race people and then like disappear or something like that, right? No, but in this one, he just, he was like a serial killer, like a stunt car driver. And mm-hmm. he would get, like get women yeah, in yeah. his car. And basically, he will drive like fucking crazy with them in the passenger seat. Because mm-hmm. the only thing that made the car safe was his seat. Right. Because it was restrained for like stunt car drivers mm-hmm. not getting accidents. So he'll like smash on the brakes really fucking mm-hmm. hard, smash their face into the dashboard, or he'll crash <laughs> head on with another car yeah, or whatever. And survive, he, yeah. It was fucking crazy. And the one that he made after that was a uh, Planet Terror, where it had Bruce Willis, it had like um Rose McGowan in it, and um, a bunch of other actors that um they would basically use like uh, Josh Brolin. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, it was a bunch of fucking people in this movie, but I kept thinking to myself, like this was a perfect drive-in movie. And they kind of made it in the drive-in, like, you know, the funny slipping yeah, screen, yeah, like it's yeah. out of focus just a little right, bit. Right, right. Like the blood and gore all over the fucking place, like it was a real zombie movie made back in the day, like, like Night of the Living Dead back then. 
it was a that was a great fucking movie that I thought if you watch them back to back because I think based on those that movie they made, that's where they made Machete Machete with the one guy. That sucked. It did yeah. suck, but they actually made a real movie based mm-hmm. off that movie just being a spoof of a trailer yeah, in the right. beginning of that movie. Was that the girl the, uh, movie the, the gun girl leg? had the leg? Yeah, yeah. Rose McGowan who jumped off yeah. all this Harvey yeah. Weinstein yeah. Uh, shit that happened in Hollywood. So yeah, that was her. So I just remember that I was always massively entertained by those two fucking movies because I'm a big Kurt Russell fan, yeah, so I, like I watch Kurt all Russell. his movies. Yeah. And plus, you know, Quentin Tarantino is going to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more than likely going to watch it if he's involved. Yeah, I remember it. exactly when that came out. So yeah. That was a great double feature of a movie. It mm-hmm. was called uh, Death Proof and uh, Planet Terror. So okay. I'll probably put that in uh, the link in our, um, our description so people can try to watch that because right. I really stand by those cool. two movies. What you got for uh, us? I got one I talked about before. It's called Haunt. We're getting into the fall. We're getting into Halloween. Yes, yes we are. This is a, a movie about these college kids who go to this, who they think just a normal haunted house, and <clears throat> kind of find out this is nothing normal. These deformed-looking people wear these masks, and they get them into, like, real traps in the movie. And they start to kill them, and really, really, like, it's real. They think it's fake, and they they killing everybody in the movie. So it's, it's it's definitely made for the times that's coming up. Uh, it's, it's a slasher film to a T. Not, nobody that I've ever seen in the movie before, uh, but it, it actually had me, I, you know, I really paid attention. Like, I wasn't, like, on my phone. Like, whoa, what? I think Ryan actually um, gave this movie to me. So uh, it's uh, low budget, something that you probably would have went straight to DVD, but it's actually entertaining. Um the people where you start to care about the characters because there's like a background for that. And so the whole movie, they're trying to um, escape this real life haunted house. And then everybody who's under these masks in the haunted house, like have like some kind of deformity. They like ugly, like they got these piercings everywhere. Their faces are all messed up. And so sounds the, like the hills have eyes. Yeah. Kind of like that. It sounds, it is something like that. And so one girl, she, she's like the main character. Her name was Harper. Uh, she's got a, that's like six or seven of them. They all get tore up except she gets out and they got like her ID and one guy survives and everything that happens to her in the, uh, in the haunted place, uh, she puts in her house. And so when a dude comes back to kill her, uh, in her house, he falls into the same traps that she was to set into the haunted house. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not the, it's not, it's not a whole lot of creativity, but I enjoyed it. It's called haunt. It's a good time. If you're ready for these type of uh, movies that's coming out for the fall, this is perfect for, you know, you know, Halloween coming up here. So September, October, perfect date night movie if you want to watch at home. I think you watch it on Amazon. Um, it might be on Hulu, too. If not, uh, I'm sure you can look up some streaming device that has it. But it's a good little time, good little movie. came out 2019, so it's called Haunt. Check that one out when you can. So. All right, because this yeah. is the great season. Like yes, hoodies, yes, it's horror movies. Right, order beer. a pizza and sit with your significant other. You'll, you'll it'll be a perfect night. So no, no, I, I'm really trying to find some nice spots around Fort Wayne where they got some pretty decent wings. Because I'm so stuck Towers. on the corner pocket. Towers, man. Towers. Yes. All right, man. So, That's where we go you. every Thursday, man. I'd be meaning to invite you because <clears throat> I know you've been off. We go there. We've been going to every Thursday for like the last five five years. We just hang out, eat wings, and watch sports, talk about everything in life. So yeah, mm-hmm. drink so, a beer. Give you get your mind off of at home, you know. So well, usually Saturday night is my hangout. Night yeah, Saturday I go out to Corner yeah. Pocket, and I'll we just be hanging out there. Right, see, much Corner. Hogs. We just stay out late. We don't stay out too late. We probably stay out like till like nine thirty ten. But just have a couple of beers and some wings can't go wrong. They got really good wings. So yeah, 
Yeah, so yeah. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to a new episode. If y'all haven't checked already, check us out on Spotify. Mm-hmm. We're on Apple, um, like Google Podcasts, man. Like, look us up in the link, man. We're all over the place, wherever you can get your podcast. And we're we're probably going to have to discuss pretty soon because a lot of people ask me, are we going to have a YouTube channel? Yes, that's the main thing comes up with me, too. So yeah. Like, I'm, I'm still on the fence. Like, man, I'm, I'm still trying to get used to my voice. Like, now y'all trying to look at me? Like, right, right. That's greedy. when we really starting to develop at that point. So oh, It's fun to edit the audio. I don't want to know what it's like to do the video. <laughs> Good God. Maybe, right. we'll, maybe we'll just do a Facebook Facebook live stream. That'll just be one fun. episode just That'll to see everybody tune yeah. in. But yeah, so. yeah, man, we'll we'll we'll, we'll let y'all know how that goes. In the yeah. meantime, man, like I say, go out and watch a movie. Yeah, go out see Candyman. Candy. My man Sean does so yes. stamp it. Yes, uh, I've definitely approved on this. And and we got the Shang uh, Shang Chi. Yep. yep. So we got that coming out this weekend. So go go check it out and uh, have a good uh, Labor Day weekend. So all right, thank you for tuning in. Everybody right. have a good night. All right, good night. Well, the light was dim and this life was sin Now every day I wake up and breathe I don't have it all, but that's alright with me Take it nice and easy, took a flight to see me Send you back home with a light that's beaming The whole team about to figure it out We ice cold, that's what we're about And sometimes, sometimes, I wish I took a simpler route Instead of having demons that's as big as my house mm-hmm.